Good afternoon, Black family. Hey, it's here. Mimi had to drop off last night's orders. I didn't pack them up. Last night I had to do them early this morning. She got to the post office in plenty of time. I want to talk about this Miss Pearly things. And I don't get on YouTube and do these rants in the black because I, I get flagged. So I just keep that channel open. I don't post on my drone channel unless I'm flying. So on the main channel, Prince of Paraphernalia. I just, you know, answer or uh, comment and watch videos on that one. I'm not putting any more videos on there. Now, once in a while, I do use that that channel, stream PlayStation, because uh, seems the doctor wants me to do more the hand-eye coordination. He said my video game is best for that. On top of which, he gave me a squishy ball to, you know, squeeze constantly and try to get the strength back in my left hand, which is my dominant hand. My signature still doesn't look the same like it looks on my driver's license, but that's neither here or there. Um, I mean... <sighs> Some of you brothers are just smitten just by that white skin because this pearly things chick, I mean, you y'all couldn't have been, you know, clamoring under somebody that is at least a five. I mean, this oval face, carrot nose cave bitch has got to be the ugliest white woman to show her face daily on this motherfucking YouTube. And I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I'm married to a black woman. I'm happy. But it seems like the, the black Brits over there, y'all smitten by a little, a red head oval face. This bitch looks like a real rendition of olive oil that just got red hair. And her family life ain't all that. You know, they got problems in they fucking family. But all you motherfuckers, you stupid bitches that gave this white bitch all this power. And I'm talking about all the races of women to get in front of this bitch and let her play scepter to all y'all motherfuckers. Y'all some stupid ass bitches. Now you stupid ass niggas to let this bitch in. <laughs> Man, I knew there was a reason I didn't listen to none of that manosphere bullshit. Y'all full of shit. Straight full of shit. Gonna let a cave bitch take the whole total format of Kevin Samuels and use it to better herself. But check this out. This bitch, she hires Africans and only Africans only because, you know, all these white cave bitches... They don't like the, the, the foundational black Americans that are over here. See, this bitch tried to pit the Africans against the FBAs, and we're not having that. 
you know, worst case scenario, somebody take one for the team, douse that bitch with industrial strength lie. The bitch won't get in front of the camera. The bitch can't see. And all of y'all just let this bitch talk on back black issues with no pushback. Until the grassroots started pushing back. And then MTR and that other brother, Rasa or Sa-Ra, whatever. Then y'all want makeup. I'm not with that video. But it's too late. It's up. <laughs> y'all been doing a little bit of everything short of drinking that cave bitch's bath water. Sa-Ra. I'm not mad at you, bro. You just didn't know. But these Karens, these American Karens over here, man, they there's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit. Dealing with them, your best bet, don't even deal with them. You see the bitch was only going to give you 30%. And she's in your country. See the fuckery behind that shit? But then... As you said, this bitch said that you were on the higher scale of the pay grade. When she's giving, what, MTR, what, 10%? And you mean to tell me that fool is happy with that shit? Man, you a new age fool, MTR, if you, you rocking with that shit. I know your checks was probably looking like these Wendy's checks up here. These kids is getting a little $63.45 a week. Nah, y'all let this cave bitch just run ruckshot over all y'all. Everybody wanted her, and I I got a problem with this uh, little black, short, ant-looking motherfucker obsidian. Gonna call black women bitches for that cave bitch? For real, nigga? Did you forget your mama was black? Hmm? Or have you called your own mother a bitch? Like you called black women bitches. The only bitch I saw or heard was your ass. Them fake ass Gucci glasses and shit, you little short runt motherfucker. Yeah, somebody's gonna tighten you up soon enough. Just like they caught Charlemagne out there lacking. They gonna catch your ass lacking. Gonna call a black women bitch for this white bitch. You a new age fool, Obsidian. Straight simp. Yeah, you can tell you were thirsty for that cave, bitch, you stupid ass motherfucker. I don't listen to none of your bullshit ass cooning content anyway. Not even subscribe to your bitch ass. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh... Kind of funny to me. Because Michi X even said this bitch is ugly. I mean, she is downright homely. I would, if I wasn't married, I wouldn't fuck this bitch with a dead man's dick. That's how ugly she is to me. Now, I, don't get me wrong, I, I fucked a couple ugly white bitches. Uh, shit. A for free for one summer and shit from Wendy's. Didn't have to pay for shit. They're easy to please. 
but you got to know how to control these white bitches. You feed them with a very, very long handle spoon. Don't tell them bitches your personal life. Pillow talking with no cave, bitch. Least bitch that you can trust on this planet. Then comes the Oriental bitches. Oh, hold on a sec. I got some my wife a text. Oh, hold on. Then there's um, a story that uh, it's out of Oklahoma. I was talking to the brothers in Blackspeed talk meeting this weekend. Ain't nobody hear about this doggone dumping ground of black bodies from a white supremacist prison, uh, prison gang in Oklahoma. Man, hold on. Let me see if I can find somebody on that shit. Did nobody want to talk about the shit? Hold on, let me see. Oklahoma bodies found. Okay, here we go. See if this is it. Uh, no, that ain't it. I don't think that's it. Uh, see the bodies of four missing Oklahoma men found. No, that was five weeks ago. No, five months ago. I need some shit within, uh, like within this month. And I'm going to have to find the doggone story online because nobody had nothing about it. Report. No one's reporting on this shit in Oklahoma. I'm put at uh, that white supremacist compound. See if that works. Uh, yeah, this no, this hold on. I'm talking about the Tulsa massacre that was four years ago. I'll be damned. They, they know how to bury a story, don't they? They really know how to bury a story. The nation's biggest collection of racist objects are all in a Michigan college basement. Really? You tell. Hold on, y'all. I got to check this out. 
at a certain point, I ended up with thousands of pieces. I didn't know what I would do with it. I just thought a lot about what it meant to be a person of color living during Jim Crow. I had no intention of creating a museum, but the collection kept growing. So in the 1990s, I gave my collection to the university. I took 15 years, but in 2012, we opened this museum. I have lots of respect for museums that celebrate African-American history, that celebrate African-American accomplishment, but that's not with this facility. I wanted to, to create an actual racism facility to have people focus on this specific topic in terms of our history. So if you just have a society with millions of just postcards like this, does that reinforce certain ideas about Black people and white people? Some of the best discussions we have in the museum are about the word meaning, which sounds kind of weird, by the way, because I'm a sociologist and we don't believe words have any inherent meaning. They're just sound signs that we give. But we do believe that people, once the meanings are given, that they are shared. I mean, no piece is inherently racist. It's a racist society which will create racist objects and will racialize other objects. That's why the watermelon is, is, has a racial... There's nothing inherent about a watermelon that makes us racist. But you know darn well that it's been racialized. Someone looking at uh, Aunt Chimama objects or other mammy images, they don't think of that as offensive. They think of good times spent with the families. It's very nostalgic. Someone else looking at those same pieces they see the vestiges of slavery and segregation. So often we're not deciding that something is racist, but what we are doing are collecting pieces that help us talk about racism. We have lots of friends in the museum and we receive hundreds of pieces a year. The first director of the museum said to me one day, hey, there's, there's a couple guys I want you to meet. Here we go. Here's some Jim Crow related materials. These are the dolls and some of them are older, some are These are like 1950s. This is male and female. Yeah. That ain't nothing cute about that. Really pink motherfucker. Our group of friends, friends were all collecting this because we realized what it said about our society and what it said about y'all ain't shit. Where we were ain't never been shit. That's why the and sun maybe we still were when we met David Pilgrim and the, the whole Jim Crow Museum and all of that. It was like. Uh, finally, there's a place where we can put this. A sense work. of relief that we could let go yeah, of these yeah. objects so other people could learn from it. We have some understanding of, of bigotry. We have some understanding of uh, being the outsider or not being accepted or being told that we are not welcomed, we can't be accepted, you, you have no place here. I think because we've experienced that in our own lives, because we're gay, uh, there's a little transference there to trying no. to help understand no. the even bigger right. question of bigotry and then likewise like racism. Wow, this is really racist. This is an ashtray where the black washerwoman, she has her one breast stuck in the ringer and so she's hollering. My Whoa. God, that's also sexist. I think Bitch. the Jim Crow would love this that. This is the Jim Crow. This is on multiple levels. This is a wonderful piece. Once we finally discovered the Jim Crow Museum, uh, it gave us more impetus to go out and find, collect, save. They now have at least 500 things from us. By collecting those things, we get a, a broader picture of how racism 
continued all the way up into the 60s and 70s and still continues. I've seen things about President Obama that were horrible. I think people who go to the Jim Crow Museum are often surprised when they see something from 2015 as racist as many of the things from 100 years ago. And we've had friends who are a complete mess after they've left because suddenly they've been confronted with the truth. For many years when I traveled, I would say that the United States, despite this history of enslavement and Jim Crow, that we are today more democratic and more egalitarian than we've ever been. And I stopped saying that about two years ago. I'm not suggesting that we are back in the Jim Crow period. Don't get it twisted. It's not like that. But what I am saying is I hear and see a level of racist rhetoric that is reminiscent of when I was growing up in Alabama under Governor George Wallace. People say they don't want to talk about race, but they're doing it all the time. But they're not talking about it in places where their ideas can be challenged. Uh, that was tight. Still wasn't what I was looking for, but I had to listen to it because the title was captivating. And this museum is in Big Rapids, Michigan. Ask Nini if we can go to this motherfucker, pack up the camera equipment, make a day of it. Now it's really something, man. Uh, hold on a second. I'll put this on my minds. Uh, that was some good content right there. Oh, first them news. Up on Twitter, school teacher Gavin Marsh, 31, banned from teaching profession after arrest and guilty plea of por pornography involving the intercourse or oral sex with an animal, whether dead or alive. Oh, you sick motherfucker. Looking like a little four-eyed, simple Simon-looking motherfucker. You a nasty motherfucker. And y'all call us animals? Oh, wow. Man, I got to go ahead and retweet that one. That's crazy. I'm still looking for that Oklahoma story. Because I think some people in the meeting thought I was lying. But I'm going to find that article, and I'm going to post it on my black screen with the caption. I don't lie about stories. I don't have to lie to make up no damn story and shit. You know, it's kind of piss poor that, you know, all the posting that I do over there, don't nobody even give me a thumbs up or no shit like that. That's all right, because, you know, I'm, I'm not living over there for them points or nothing like that. Show me that what I am sharing is at least appreciated. You know what I'm saying? When I can get on mines and, and I'm sharing the same shit and I got wall-to-wall -wall other races other than black giving me thumbs up or boosting up my post or something like that, how come I can't get that done at black speed? Probably because I'm dealing with a bunch of motherfucking tether Africans.
They don't like foundational black Americans. That's fine. All, that's all right with me because I don't like you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. You problem motherfucking tethers that come over here and undermine everything foundational blacks try to get going. You call us out of our names and shit like that. Your women and shit come over here with Brad all up in they, they DMs and panties and shit. And you call our women monsters, ghetto. Nah, it's ghetto for you to travel all the way from your home country in Africa and then lay up in a white man's bed for a job position or higher pay. You don't want me to get to talking about the shit that I've seen some of these motherfucking black immigrants degrade themselves for a couple of 50 cent price raise, uh, pay, pay hike. <coughs> Straight bullshit. Man, hold on. I'm, I'm up before this thing gets to <coughs> 30 minutes. I'm going to find that goddamn article just like I found it before. I can find it again. It's just not on Jews to, uh, let's see, I'll go up here, and I'll put it like this, uh, Google, Google's your friend, like Jason Black says, it indeed is your friend, use that shit, okay, now, go to uh, Google, that's how I found it. And I found this from a sister that I, I was following on TikTok before TikTok banned my account for uh, saying the truth. All right, Google, there we go. Now I'll put this same title in this motherfucker, right? And then, uh, okay. Okay, she got the text. All right, cool. That's my wife. She on the way back. New Try Bard, your creative and helpful collaborator. No, I'm not going to fuck with that because I don't know what that is. So uh, I can just stay right there. All right, now let's search that. And uh, ah, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to subscribe. God damn it. I hate the Washington Post. I really do. <laughs> you want me to pay for that? You got me fucked up. for that shit. Mm -hmm. See, I gotta put this in for I want a recent story about it. That's a white supremacist gang item mysterious disappearances. They're going to let me see this. I'm not paying for shit. Uh, 
let's see, uh, the Oklahoma man. Uh, hold on, man. All right, here's a little excerpt. Investigators are looking into whether a white supremacist prison gang is responsible for at least nine mysterious disappearances in Oklahoma. Oklahoma reported Friday the state's chief medical examiner, Dr. Eric Pfeiffer, told the outlet earlier this week that the list keeps growing. They keep finding bodies and shit like I read in the other article, charred bodies, bodies in all types of stages of de decomposition, right? The, the list keeps growing of missing people, with other sources telling the paper that 12 people have, in fact, vanished. We haven't sifted through all the material, dragging their feet, Pfeiffer said, following the discovery, the discovery of human remains at separate two locations. This was a property of a skinhead, uh, skinhead person. We brought back over 500 pounds of dirt to the office. And they are going through it, sifting through it with a fine sieve. It's like uh, one of them uh, shaker machines and stuff. I know what you're talking about. But the thinking is, when they are out there in the field, is that they may have found bones of three individuals. They were, they were associated with burning wood and other materials. Hmm. We've got our work cut out for us. What the fuck do you mean by that? Universal Aryan Brotherhood leader Mikhail Patrick Bulldog Smith, who was serving a life sentence for murdering a school teacher in 1985, owns the land where the first set's remains was found, sources told the Oklahoma man. I think this is the one that uh, I'm going to post on Blackspeed so they see that I ain't lying. I really kind of resent that. But um, it is what it is. Uh, these 12 to 15 people, they have family members. They identify those those male family members. You're obligated to go out, locate, and neutralize those that took your loved ones away from you. Find that goddamn flag of hate. The swastika or that goddamn rebel flag. Black family. Keep your head on a swivel. These motherfuckers are crazy. Watch over your elderly and your babies. And be safe out there. So much going on in our world right now. The president to the country of Russia has said that there are coordinated actions that are being taken in the international arena that Russia sees as a prelude to world war. Now, we have the whole country of Russia together with other BRICS nations, especially China, getting ready for a massive conflict to take place all across our planet. 
what people don't understand is that this is a perfect blending of World War One, World War Two, and what we're seeing lead into World War Three. We have old trench warfare. We have hand-to-hand -hand combat. We have guys actually fighting each other to the death on the ground. Then we have bombings from the air. We have drone technology. We have new missile weapons. But Putin and Russia hold the golden key here. Hypersonic missile systems that are loaded with nuclear warheads. This is something that the United States of America absolutely has very little chance of combating on the battlefield. We have tried to take them down and have had near as many failures as we have successes. Actually, I think there has been more failures as we look back at what the U.S. has tried to do. Now, the U.S. recently said that they were no longer going to be working with the military-industrial complex corporations that they had been in the production of hypersonic missile systems because of their own failures. This was giving a green light to the country of Russia to basically understand that they are the top dog in this field. In the country of Belarus, the leader says that Russia's tactical nuclear weapons will be deployed near the western border and near Poland on July 1st. This is because Belarus is going to basically, for all intents and purposes, be absorbed into Russia as part of the old but newly awakened Soviet Union. We're breaking down the reported airstrikes in Syria that have taken place over the last couple of days. On the 29th of March, a couple of weeks ago, reportedly we saw the targeting of uh, different regions in the Damascus area along with the 4th Division. On the 31st of March, reportedly, we saw a targeting of individuals that are on the terrorist watch list and uh, individuals on the American side from different divisions. Two IRs, uh, GC members were killed in this strike. Then on the 2nd of April, 2023, we saw a targeting of the al military airport and an AD position that was near Homs. And we saw additional reports of T-4 uh, airbase targets as well. This is not over. Syria is playing a pivotal part. You guys remember a couple of years ago when Syria was just basically the proxy between a Russian and American war. That is no longer the case. Now they are an active member in this global conflict. What you do have is the United States of America and Israel having some, albeit limited, access to uh, the targeting of Syrian regions. But Syria, for their own purpose, is aligned well with Russia. Within the uh, last couple of hours, 48 hours to be exact, we saw multiple OPEC nations announcing oil production cuts. This is absolutely massive news, and you're likely going to see oil over $100 per bar uh, barrel just in the next couple of months. A total production cut of over 1 million barrels per day, and we are just getting started here. Russia also announced a 500,000 barrel per day cut. The United States of America has already sold half of our emergency oil supply reserve. There is no way to counter this situation in the USA. We are being sold out by our politicians now and every day until America burns to the ground. Speaking of things burning to the ground, we have tax centers being burned they, to the ground, set on fire, and yeah. attacked in the country of France because they are experiencing a wealth divide revolution taking place. Why don't you see this on mainstream media? Well, the answer is they don't want you to get caught up in the fact that you too can fight back against tyrants that are trying to take your money. 
and right now giving that money by the billion away to other countries. No loans, no asking for it back, taking your taxes, funneling it through the uh, military industrial complex, using it for war. What do you gain from this? Are your roads getting into better shape? How about your local infrastructure? Absolutely not. This is a wealth exchange, except it's an exchange from you to people who you have no idea exist. It's happening right now, warns economists who are watching credit card data. City card spending saw a quote saying that March to date is down almost 9%. It's on pace right now to be the weakest month since people stopped spending during the recent biological event. Food spending decreased 14%. People are no longer, they've reached their capacity. They just can't put things on a credit card anymore. And this is a very dangerous time. In fact, I saw some economists who use open source intelligence and uh, who use some social media data gathering. They were looking at people on open forums and economic forums, people who were saying they've already purchased the house. They're already stuck in the mortgage. What can they do to cheat the system because they can't pay their mortgage anymore? There we have the next bubble about to pop. Events that are challenging the U.S. dollar this month are really laying it into America. Saudi Arabia, together with China, committed to the building of a refinery for 83 billion won, about $13 billion. France and China completed their first LNG trade using the won. Russia has said that it will start using the won as a reserve currency. You guys have to remember, even though you're going to find people who say nothing will ever topple the dollar. That's like a mother saying their child is the best little horrible singer in the choir. It is a preference. It doesn't match reality. The United States dollar is on its way down. Now, you don't see me here trying to sell you gold, trying to sell you silver, trying to sell you anything. I'm telling you to get your house in order because they are lighting it on fire from the outside. That's your economic position. Everything that you can do is being threatened, but it's happening slowly. What this is, is the equivalent of countries building up their armaments, building up their weapons, their war machines on your border. This is as if, if you live in the United States of America, Mexico, backed by Russia, started laying massive amounts of missile systems on the southern border to America. Canada, backed by another country, started laying in massive amounts of missile systems pointed directly at your homeland from another country. Except this isn't a kinetic war. This is an economic war. And by taking the Russian currency and by taking India's currency, by adopting a new currency, by working together with the BRICS, by taking the Chinese one, they are setting up their war machines. And it's working flawlessly. China, together with Brazil, have agreed to use the yuan to settle their trades rather than using the United States dollar. Saudi Arabia has said that it will accept the Chinese yuan for oil sales rather than the United States dollar. Russia, China, India, and Brazil, as well as South Africa, the BRICS countries, have announced their development of a new commodity-backed, gold-backed currency. You're going to see investors everywhere flee the dollar and put, which is backed up by debt. It's backed up by debt and threats of war. They're going to flee that currency and they're going to put their money into a gold 
backed currency. The president of Kenya, as we reported recently, told all of the Kenyan citizens to get rid of any U.S. dollars you have, put them in anything else. They know what time it is. India says that they're going to settle their trade in Indian rupees with countries instead of the dollar. The Chinese yuan has passed the euro to become many South American countries' largest currencies and their foreign reserves. IMF data, that's the International Monetary Fund, has shown that Russia now has 33% uh, of all of its reserves, that's right, in Chinese yuan. China, together with Russia, have agreed to use that as a settlement currency. Data shows that Russian companies are issuing their bonds in yuan worth the equivalent of over $7 billion, just in this taking place in the last 12-month period. The regional banking crisis sent billions of U.S. dollars into crypto and gold. Since March 10th this year, Bitcoin is up. Gold is set to break new records. Over $225 billion has been withdrawn from U.S. banks in a two-week period. This is a coordinated attack against your future. It is no different than them putting the missiles on your border, except that border is basically your bank. Inflation, systemic instability, people know that the end of the American empire is in sight. Just in the past week alone, we saw, of course, Saudi Arabia agree to join the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, uh, Cooperation Organization as a dialogue partner. China and Brazil made their own deal, like we said, to ditch the dollar. China and France, again, as a recap with that LNG trade and won instead of USD. We saw other Asian nations consider dropping the dollar, the euro, the yen, and taking up other uh, reserves for financial transactions. The BRICS reserve currency is going to be backed by gold. We're going to see rare earth elements being put into this uh, commodity-backed new currency. And this was within a seven to nine day period. This is a huge huge change. At the same time, the world is just lagging behind what it means for the BRICS to expand in a big way. People are beginning to act uh, you know, in, in certain ways uh, in shock and awe over Saudi Arabia working together with China, but there have been many red flag warnings over the past couple of years, including back in 2021 when Saudi Aramco and uh, China's energy security set themselves as a high priority for cooperation in the next couple of years. At the beginning of the year, the world was absolutely taken back to learn that Saudi Arabia would engage in discussions with Iran, with other countries, and they would start swapping different currencies, moving away from the U.S. dollar. When we look at what's happening, we call it de-dollarization. We can see clearly now that India is getting in on this action. The Commerce Secretary to India has said the country is prepared to conduct all of its trade in Indian rupees with nations that are currently experiencing failures as a result of dollar, U.S. dollar problems. They said this is going to help them so-called disaster-proof against the coming waves. India prioritized its own efforts to enhance the rupee system. So far, multiple countries, eight countries, have opened an SRVA to facilitate trade in the Indian rupee. We have Malaysia, Sri Lanka, Singapore, uh, uh, Myanmar is another one. We have uh, Germany, we have Israel, we have Russia. Now you'll look back at that list and say, why would Germany and Israel be getting in on this? 
In the late 2022 period, the RBI deputy government, or governor, excuse me, said that the country must take its risks for rupee internalization, uh, internationalization. That way, India can progress through the economic crisis that we are seeing as a result of superpower warfare. When they say superpower warfare, what they mean is the superpowers of the world, America, Russia, China, going to war. India and the UAE are collaborating on developing multiple different currency systems. Also, they're exploring new developments of mechanisms that mitigate risks in the exchange rates as uh, they have proposed new rupee-based trades between India and the United Arab Emirates. We discovered that Saudi Arabia was going to be working together with India. Their collaborations would establish an investment bridge away from the United States dollar. These are absolute massive moves, but you don't see them mentioned on Fox or CNN. Why? Because they get paid in the United States dollar, and if the USD goes down, they go down. So there's going to be a huge, massive push for propaganda, disinformation, and misinformation. People telling you that the dollar is always going to be fine. You're going to see pundits. You're going to see talking heads. You're going to see all of these people. But when you take a step back and you start to see the forest beyond the trees, you can begin to recognize, okay, there is absolutely a problem here. Now, does that mean that I'm going to take every fake currency note that I hold, which is the United States dollar, and I'm going to immediately convert it all into some other currency or into gold or silver or food or lead? Well, not necessarily, because this is a buildup, a war against the economy. They just haven't struck that first shot yet. So I will expect to take a loss when that first shot happens, but I don't expect that loss to be ever encompassing and take out basically anything that I have ability to. But if you're like me in the preparedness community, you don't like to hold onto those uh, fake paper notes. Instead, you like to put your money where your preps are. You like to have food. You like to maybe have a little piece of property that you're building out for a homestead. Uh, you like to put it in your garden, maybe in a working vehicle, maybe in some self-defense tools that have kinetic potential. You're going to put your money into physical assets that are offsetting this financial crisis. And in doing so, you and your family are going to be better prepared to weather the storm that is coming. Turkey's president has said that on being a member of NATO, that still stands with Russia and independence, they have the following to say in a quote, the Western club would have drawn Turkey into an environment of, of war against Russia if it were not for efforts in the last two years that were taking place by Turkey. This is a direct quote from Erdogan, the Turkish president. They are in NATO. They are literally the rats in the pantry. They're going to destroy NATO from the inside because they have the ability to pivot for other countries. Let's get to a couple of viewer questions. I want to make sure that we hit at least one or two today. This is a big part of our community, getting these questions answered because they are the questions that you have, the things that you want to know. So leave a question down in the comment box if you have one. Make sure you leave the question, word question first. That's how I go find them. Vanessa Lowe says, question, I don't have a car, so I don't have that expense. I'm trying to prep. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's say I, I covered that one last time. Sherilyn Morrison says, question, thanks, Brad. When you say, when you use the comment, they, who are you speaking out about exactly? Well, that has to be taken within context because there is a war. It was said best by a uh, recently 
uh, defused. And what I mean by defused is the inability to cause any sort of action. So a crippled, a recently crippled uh, radio and uh, show host, that, that thread of reality exists right now. And that is that there is a war for your mind today. Not crediting anybody, not saying that that person's right or wrong or anything. I'm just telling you that that quote is absolutely correct. So when I use terms like they say this, if it's not in direct context to what we're talking about, well, that's time for you to start pulling out those Googling skills and doing some research. The People's Updates says, question, in the event of an SHTF, do you think it would be a risky move to have only a 22 long rifle firearm at your disposal? They are low recoil and not near as loud, and uh, they don't go through you know, as much expensive ammunition. I figure in the event of SHTF, I could carry many more rounds of 22 LR on my person compared with others. I would love to hear your take on this subject. You are 100% making the right considerations. The two things that are going to weigh people down the most are their water and their ammunition. Now, nobody has ever stepped into a gunfight and heard the ring of a two of a 22 or had it, uh, you know, pierce a part of their body and said, "I don't even care." I can't say nobody. I guess because you get hopped up on enough drugs, and we've seen that happen. But that means your skill and your ability to defend yourself needs to be heightened that much more and where you want to uh, place your defensive uh, you know, rounds. But what you need to understand is that you're right. 22 long rifle, cheaper 22 long rifle, accessible 22 long rifle, great for hunting. You just have to make up the fact that if you blast a, uh, you know, a, a, a 20, a 223 into a larger creature, if, that, if that's what you're going to use as your SHTF round, then you're less... It's less important where you place that shot. With the 22 long rifle, it's more likely that you're just going to narrowly wound a creature that you're hunting, especially a larger creature, and you're going to have to do a lot of uh, blood chasing. You're going to have to actually find where it went and possibly take another shot as it realizes that it's injured. But nobody has ever ran up to a house, got blasted uh, with some 22s, and said, I don't really care, unless they're hopped up on something that causes them not to. So is it a good self-defense round? Yes. Is it a good horde of PCP zombies round? Eh, maybe not, but that's not really what I'm considering. I'm more considering something that can be hunt I can hunt with, I can use as a self-defense round, I can carry a lot of, and I do have access to. So if that fits all those bills for you, then it's absolutely the right tool for you. Thank you for sending in that great question. Let me know what you guys think about my answer down in the comment box. From my family to yours, please stay safe, remain vigilant, and keep watch. This week's Full Spectrum News is brought to us by each one of you, all of our members on Patreon. Make sure that you check out contingencymedical.com and use the code FSS10 for a discount on real antibiotics sent by real doctors and real pharmacies. Now, I had somebody ask recently, Brad, why do they need my driver's license for this? And they didn't want to do it. And that the reason why is because you're actually getting a real prescription that is otherwise, at least in the United States and in uh, Canada, not able to be just gone and purchased on the street. There is accountability and checks and balances there. Why somebody wouldn't want to give their driver's license to get some amoxicillin? I don't know, but I'm not going to uh, downplay anybody's perception of not wanting to divulge information. For me, it's an understandable uh, you know, assessment. If I'm getting something that 
normally you have to have checks and balances for, well, that's what you have to do. So if it's right for you, then it is, of course. Also check out nutrientsrevival.com, use the uh, forward slash FSS, like full spectrum survival. Use the code FSS15 to get a 15% discount on things like meals that are ready to eat, long-term food storage that they work hard to keep the nutrients in. You can throw them in your bag, get on the run, and go. It's right for you. Of course it is. From my family to yours, as always, uh, friends and family here, please stay safe.